When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to our live feed update for July 12th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is Chantal. How are you doing, Chantal? I'm doing okay. I just have to say that last night was the first night that I've ever dreamt about the dynamics that are going on in the house. And it was really a weird dream where I was like in high school, but I was in a soap opera at the same time. And Eileen Davidson from Days of Our Lives was one of the mean girls. And there was two of them that would go around to my teachers and tell them that I cheated on a test before I take took it. And I was like, what's happening? Why are these people going out to sabotage me to, for doing things that I haven't even done? And I think that's my subconscious mind processing what is going on in that house because it's been maddening for me. So it's actually affecting me in my dreams, which is wild. I think, I think high school soap opera is a, is a great uh, way of describing big brother. Um, so I think <laughs> your head's in the right place. Uh, we are here, of course, to talk about everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 24 live feeds. It was day six in the house. And uh, there's a lot to get through today. Um, n- none of it super concrete, just a lot of moving pieces. Uh, not We're not sure where these moving pieces will land as of yet, but uh, these moving pieces are, they're moving. I think it's because they don't know what is going to happen with this damn backstage pass twist. And so there's kind of speculating for every single inane possibility. And chances are none of them are actually going to be what is going to go on next on Thursday. So uh, that's kind of why I think it's kind of been moving all over the place because they just don't know what's happening, but they want to be doing something. Yeah. And I think in, in addition to that, like, again, normally if, if you have like a strong, good first HOH, 
they're setting the terms. Like, uh, like it's it, the, the first week of Big Brother is like a big moldable pile of like clay or whatever. Uh, and the first HOH can just like mold it into whatever they want. But Daniel is looking at the, the clay and he's like, mold it me. Mold itself. <laughs> mold me, clay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, the, he's trying to get the clay to mold him. And so the clay is just try, like, I don't know what to be. And it's just like moving all around. It's this amorphous glob of <laughs> nonsense. It's so true. And and it's also set the tone. It seems like everybody's like, oh, I just want to do what the house does. Week two, like week two, I don't want to win that head of household because I, I and if I do, I'll just do what the house wants. And I'm like. Oh Lord, is this is this what Daniel has put into place? Is this the structure? Do what the house wants. That means it's going to be targets every week that are for whatever emotional reason, nothing to do with Gabe, and it's not going to be a fun season. I don't think if that's the, the path that it's going to go on. We will see. <laughs> uh, so let's get into the day. Of course, Daniel is the HOH. And he has, uh, not, uh, he has nominated Michael and Terrence for eviction, but Michael ended up winning the veto. So, uh, Daniel is going to have to replace Michael with somebody. Uh, as we have discussed, the somebody is going to be Taylor. That's the plan at the start of day six. Um, and the reasons for nominating Taylor include wearing a dress, <laughs> wanting people to do dishes, um uh shoes and, um not not taking people's shoes from outside to inside uh saying that people can take their own shoes which honestly sounds worse than even what she said <laughs> <laughs> um and uh in particular the not that this was the thing that caused it because it was already happening prior to when this information came out but it's the biggest thing that people are pointing to but she had a conversation with Monty that was not on the feeds where she suggested to him that he speak with Paloma because the women were maybe a little bit nervous about the men teaming up which is the what we now know was the conversation the way that Monty presented it was uh Taylor told me that Paloma was coming after me and the guys uh which um you know yeah, I mean, obviously, we're not going to know definitively how that conversation went down unless they show it in the episode. But her her explanation makes so much sense to me. And the fact that he just went and ran with that over to Paloma, like, why wouldn't you keep that to yourself and just like, OK, like, I don't know if I believe that, but just kind of watch everything that's going on. Because no matter what, Taylor was just trying to give you a heads up. She was giving you information that she thought she had. And the fact that they blow it up into like she's doing this master manipulating and she's, you know, it none of it makes sense. Their rationales anyways. And so it's it's been very frustrating to see all that's being pinned on her. And she doesn't even really know the extent of it. Yes. And, and I think also, again, important to point out because I do think that all of the like ridiculous things like wearing a dress uh, are being talked about. But I, I really do still feel that the turning point for Daniel deciding to nominate Taylor came from Pooch's argument that, uh, look, everyone's going to be scared to nominate her in the future because no one's going to want to have to deal with her for a whole week. And when she blows up after being nominated, Whereas if you nominate her now, there's only a couple days for her to do that. Um, that's 
After that conversation, Daniel said, I am now leaning toward Taylor. And he used that exact line of reasoning when he explained it to uh, Nicole later. So uh, that to me was the 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 actual turning point, the actual reason uh, that Daniel decided to go in this direction. Uh, of course, uh, the Monty stuff came later uh, with the uh, the Paloma thing. But uh the Paloma thing is certainly like the one that stands out for the house and the one that is going to be uh, explained uh, in the house. But that's where we stand right now. Uh, I won't even bother to get into <laughs> the like uh, alliances of it all at, at the moment. We'll maybe get into some of them as we go. So we had uh, a few just like interesting conversations in the morning, um, including one very interesting conversation. Uh Kyle um, is talking to Nicole and then Michael and then Monty and then Joseph and then Indy and then a bunch of people get involved. But uh, Kyle is explaining his upbringing as a Mormon. Um, and I just uh, they all end up talking about their upbringings and their parents and stuff. But uh, Kyle's in particular, I thought was interesting. He talked about how, um, you know, he felt like his value was pretty much as a human being was attached to how strictly he followed the Mormon values. Um, and you know, that was his whole life. And he was very like insulated in this community. Uh, and he ended up being deemed unworthy, unworthy, uh, by somebody high up in the church, uh, after they like questioned him about his relationship with his girlfriend. And it was like a very sort of traumatic experience. Um, and so, uh, after that, he had this like weird kind of like, uh, period in his life where he, uh, started to sort of, you know, I guess learn that uh, he there were other things in the world, um, and uh, and he's he's now gotten to a point where he really wants to get out of Utah and he really wants to sort of broaden his horizons and learn more about uh, like all different kinds of people and cultures and uh, he really thinks that being in this house is a really great opportunity and he hopes that's okay with everyone else there because he really wants to learn more about. Uh, other people and other things. So uh, that was sort of like his thing. And they're all very supportive. Um, and uh, it was it was an interesting conversation. And that's, this is one of the reasons why I love Big Brother, right? Mm -hmm. It's like we get to learn people's stories like this. Um, Salt Lake City, Real Housewives, it's a lot of people of the Mormon faith as well. And so learning about it, because I don't know anybody that's Mormon here in Canada, and just like getting to understand people's upbringings and where they came from, I think it's really fascinating and it's really eye-opening. And so I was really appreciative to hear him be so vulnerable and share where he's come from and maybe where he wants to go to. So. I definitely enjoyed this conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, so then they all end up talking about, again, their upbringings and the, and like relationships. And they, they do this on occasion. They really just like the, I feel like every other day they've got like a group circle where they talk about this stuff, which is like, uh, honestly fine. It's, it rings a little hollow with what they're doing to Taylor, but, um, you know, <laughs> I know like this, it seems like this house, it's like, it has a moral high ground that everybody needs to abide by. And it's kind of like they're building their own like church or morality clauses as to what people need to abide by in order to not be the target each week. And so I'm sure we're going to get more into why I think this, but it's, 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 that is interesting if you're looking at it, like as a, as a cultural or a social study. But it's it's so weird like how they're yeah. how it's being built. Uh, another sort of uh, interesting conversation that happened: uh, Amira, Brittany, Jasmine, and Taylor uh, were talking about last season, and they were talking about uh, the Kyland confrontation with Xavier. Um, and uh, Amira was like, uh, "I don't think that was that big of a deal." 
Uh, I thought Xavier overreacted. <laughs> this this was the, at least was showing me okay this is their well she's actually not that young but like showing maybe their age or you know maybe how they feel about these social issues but like this is I thought it was so glaringly obvious like which way that we should be feeling about this I gasped when when Kylan said that I was like <gasps> like I couldn't believe that he said something like that and I get both the like the rationale it's like oh well I just kind of thought that he was talking about whatever, however they rationalized it. But I gasped. And the fact that people didn't gasp, that's shocking. I'm going to gasp again. Yeah. And and like, obviously, like, it's it's a funny conversation. It's referencing a previous season. That's one of the reasons I'm bringing it up. But another reason I'm bringing it up is that uh, I did feel like it was it was interesting to watch Amir because Amir has been an interesting player so far. I think she's she's a very smart, strategic player, I think. Mm -hmm. But uh, she definitely has some interesting social quirks. And I thought this was one of them, right, where she's Everyone else is talking about like that was unbelievable. That was so uncalled for. And Amir is just like, I thought I thought Xavier overreacted. And Jasmine is sitting right there. And Jasmine is like, Are you kidding me? Like his brother just died. Do you know how hard it is to come into this house when somebody you're like a close person just died? Uh and Amir like stands her ground. She's like, nah, I whatever. Like, I think it was fine. Um and Jasmine has to like continue to explain, like, like, I understand what it's like. Uh, because my dad just died and she was like, your dad just died. I thought he'd like died earlier. And she's like, no, it was, it was a couple months ago. She's like, Oh, okay. Uh, and it like, it takes a while for her to be like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't realize that your dad just died and that his brother just died. So I guess in that context, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe it was a little, little much. And it is nice to see that she was willing to be like, I can see your guys's point. Like, yeah, like she was at least able to look at it through a different lens. But it, and seeing her going on that journey actually is fascinating. I would agree with you that she is probably the most interesting player to watch because she has a good handle on the game for the most part. But then she's kind of just off sometimes. And so it was at least good to see that she was able to at least give uh, Jasmine, the benefit of the doubt with what was going on and kind of appeased it maybe or, or to see where she was coming from. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, another conversation that happens before the veto ceremony. Um, you may be wondering where, where's Paloma? This has been an update that's gone on for 13 minutes <laughs> and we haven't heard anything about Paloma. What is she up to? Well. <laughs> I mean, Paloma, I, I'm actually worried for, for Paloma, to be honest. Uh, like, genuinely, I feel as though I don't know if this house is the right space for her, but continue. Sorry, go on. Well, uh, she feels like uh, she's being pulled like a pastrami, like a pulled pork sandwich. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's definitely not going great. She's uh, She goes to Daniel in the HOH room. Uh, and she says, uh, I'm just, I'm breaking down. I, f I feel like a pulled pork sandwich. I'm like, just, can we, can we just like be friends? We're just going to, can we just forget the game for like five seconds? Like, uh, I, like, I'm saying, can I, can I, can I sleep in your bed? Can I just like take a two hour nap in your bed right now? Um, and he's like, well, yeah, I don't think they'll let you though. Um, and she goes, can you just not tell them I'm here? <laughs> she forget what show she's on <laughs> just don't tell them i'm just don't tell them i'm here and he looks at all of the cameras around them he's like they know you're here he's like who 
Oh, oh, okay. Can I inspect the interior design of your room for a couple of hours? Seriously. I don't like, I, has she lost the plot a little bit? Like, is she, I'm not, I'm just, I am, I am worried about Paloma. Um, I mean, I know that she's having some antics and like, I don't really agree with the way that she's approached, you know, the Taylor situation, all that stuff. But, you know, and I, and I was, when she was talking about like the inception and like how everything's inception, I was like, okay, that's an interesting concept. Like I I, I can get into that, but I, I think it's going a little bit too far now that I'm wondering if she's kind of losing her grip on reality a little bit. And I'm not even trying to say that to be funny at all. I'm a little bit concerned. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't tell you how long I laughed after she said don't tell them I'm here. Um, uh, she, she continues. Every, she's like, I just feel like, I, I just feel like, you know, I'm just, you know, you know what, you know what, I just, it's, it's like everyone, I, I, you know, we're allowed to be homies, but like at the same time, it's like, you know, have you seen, like, do you know how much I've been talking? Like I've been talking so much and I just like, honestly, I don't even, I don't even want to talk anymore just because people are just stimulating my brain to have conversations. And it's like, it's like, uh, I just like, I have to respond when it happens, you know, like, uh, it's like, it's like, uh, like sti- it's a stimulation science. Like it's just a response that happens. St- it's it's, it's sti- basic stimulation science. Um, and Daniel's just like, Oh my God, this is the, this is my favorite thing ever. I love this. I need you in my life. Um, <laughs> She's like, I'm just, I'm just like ready to quit this game at this point. Well, no, I'm not ready to quit this game whatsoever. Hell no. Hell no. But at the same time, it's like, yo, this game does like, doesn't even matter. Like I'm past the point of this game. You know, it's like it's already like day six. Right. And that's, that's what I've come to realize. It's like, how, like it's day six. Like how many hours is that? Right. Like six times 24 is, is like, what? Like, I don't even know. Right. But like, whatever the math is, it's like this game, like people can't even see this game. Like they can't even, they, you, you can't watch live feeds for six days straight. <laughs> yes, you can. <laughs> Which is like, I understand, but it only takes like, you know, however many hours, like uh, real, real people like sit in a house with social media, no phones. Like, it's like, we are like a family, you know? And like, I hadn't thought about that. Like, 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 you know, it's, this is love. This is what love is. Like, it's like showman's, you know, like this, uh, you know, it's like, it's like beta thinking, like these, the beginning, the beginning steps of something, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just, it's amazing. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not kidding. Like I've, I've realized, I've realized, right. I woke up like four hours of sleep. And it's like, I, like, I went to bed at 10, but it's like, and it's like, you guys need to go to bed, right? But like, we're starting to be reprimanded by the voices above. And I'm like telling you, it's like turning into a frat house. Like it's turning, uh, like I, I, I'm, I'm just venting to you right now. I'm sorry. Like, uh, and he's like, no, 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 I love it. I love it. Uh, and he's like, I'm just, I love it, it too, dude. Jared. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I just like graduated college last year. And it's like, I'm just like, I, like, I'm definitely not going to get my master. I'm like, not a college person, but it's like, I'm already back in this situation. You know, it's like, it's like, you know, the handbook, like the little handbook, like the little manual, like the thing, like, I, okay. Okay. I'm a psychopath. I get it. Like, uh, but, uh, but I, I put, I put that downstairs and you know why? Because we need some order, you know, we need some order. And, and I, and I, like, I'm going to, I know I'm going to look like a crazy person, but like, I, I'm okay looking like a crazy person, but like, there's so much stuff about like lo- the law. Right. And it's like, uh, like, you know, I, I'm just, no, and like no one's watching. And so we can say whatever we want, but it's like, that's not true because I'm concerned. It's, I feel like a mother. You know, I just feel like a mother. I'm concerned that like all like with this law situation. And I just feel like, you know, like you start singing and then it's like, oh, you're not supposed to sing. And that's all oh, copyright. Right. Uh, but like and, and so we're just like we're trying our best, but we're just like we're like monkeys, you know, like. Uh, and, you know, like I genuinely believe that like it's like chaotic. Right. Like you wouldn't disagree. Right. Like, um, you know, like, you know what? And it's like I, there's so many like mother, I'm like a mother and like mother's like the best thing in the world. And, like I'm like the youngest. I'm like 22. and 
And like, there are so many mothers, uh, you know, but like mothers, uh, but I'm like the mother. And it's like, I, I don't even have time to eat because I'm so busy with that. Like, you know what I had for dinner last night? You know what, you know what I had, you know what I ate? Like, I had a piece of cheese with mayonnaise. I had a piece of cheese with effing mayo. And I love mayo, but I'm sick of it right now. Oh, it's sure. just, it's just incredible. Like we broke reality TV, you know, like I literally told someone like we're breaking the internet right now. Like, Oh my God. Like, uh, like they want us to be like, Oh, like, Oh, Taylor sucks, but we actually love Taylor. You know, like we don't hate Taylor. We still love her. She's a real raw human being at the end of the day, you know, and she's doing so great. Uh, like her social game sucks. But like, aside from that, like she seems like she's like a perfectly nice person. Right. Um, and so it's like, like right now I, I feel like a mom. Right. And so it's like, uh, you know, I'm not HOH right now. He's like, oh man, I would love to see you as HOH. Like, I couldn't be HOH. Do you see me right now? You guys are going to be like, whoa, no. Uh, so no, I can't, I can't do that. I can't do that. But, um, you know, it's anyway, like it's, it's just like, uh, Hey, these shoes are awesome. I love these shoes. Uh, what are these, are these, um, you know, uh, whatever the shoes are. It's like, I don't know. It's like, they're so trendy. Oh my God. Anyway, Brittany was talking to Nicole and I was just like, are we in inception right now? Like I keep pinching myself. Uh, you know, it's just like, whoa. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm like, I'm, I'm really like weirded out because like Taylor was talking about like the structure of the wall, right? It's like a really difficult wall to build and it's uh you know it's like what the hell like what's happening here uh and danny's like oh did you know that that me nicole and turner all have tattoos and black ink on one arm and color ink on the other i've never seen that before in my life uh and she's like dude do you know what the other creepy thing is nicole has a effing dove on her on her arm on like right and you know what my name means dove and it's like, like, what? Like, we're all bonded, you know? And Dan's like, don't, don't, don't scare me like this. She's like, no, no. And it's like, oh my God, is right. I'm going to, I'm about to turn atheists into believers right now. And he's like, uh, well, I, you know, I've, I've, I've got, I, you've got one right here. She's like, no, I'm not even joking. Like, I'm going to turn atheists into believers. We're going to like wake up from a dream, right? And it's just going to start to feel like, I swear, I'm going to convert atheists into believers with this coincidental stuff that's all happened. The dove, the tattoo on the arm thing, the, 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 the car, the ghosts, right? The tea bag, the tea bag. I've got, right? For me, I believe it's God, right? And it, it, for you, it could be the universe or whatever, right? Like, I, like, uh, like you could be something. Like, you see ghosts, right? So you know there's a spiritual realm, right? Like, so that's something. And then the feeds cut. And it took them that long to like to be like, maybe we need to have a little chat with her. Um, Taryn, are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. What, what's wrong? <laughs> And did you write down all of that? Like, how'd you get that stream of consciousness to, to recall like that? Wow. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, um, yes, I had, I had the, I had the, the quotations. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm enjoying you retelling that moment, but it, it is a little bit alarming. It seems a little bit manic. It seems a little bit unhinged and like, I wonder if what, Big Brother might step in and do at this point because if this is day six, what would day sixty look like? I, I, that would be concerning. I, I'd be worried about that. It, it, look, uh, you know, we we are not in the business of uh, like speculating sure. or diagnosing anything, but it definitely sure. like it's definitely uh, strange and perhaps concerning behavior. But uh, we will see. Um, I hope she's okay. That's yes. Awesome. Yes. I hope she's okay. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, so feeds go down. This this is, feeds went down for the veto ceremony, and uh, when they came back up, of course, Taylor has been nominated to replace Michael, uh, and um, the feeds came back up to Paloma talking with Taylor. Um, spouting the same stuff. We're, we're breaking the internet right now. Uh, like, and the thing is, like, people shouldn't judge you for that one moment, you know? Like, you, people shouldn't be judged for just one moment. And I just, I love you so much, Taylor. We're going to be friends for life. And Taylor's like crying. Um, and so apparently in the veto ceremony, Daniel explained that Taylor had done something to rub people the wrong way. Um, and so Taylor's just kind of like, and remember, so much talk was had about how Taylor was going to blow up and make people feel uncomfortable and come after Daniel and that Pooch and all the guys would have to raise their hands and be like, no, we're in on it too. We defend Daniel's decision. Um, and, uh, and Taylor's actual response, surprising literally nobody outside of the house was, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I, I hope I didn't make people feel uncomfortable. This is really upsetting. Honestly, like thinking about it, I, I cried when I was watching it. I'm like, I'm getting teary eyed right now because like she's just a person that is just trying to navigate this game. And she doesn't even realize that everybody is talking so poorly about her and just hearing her go to each person. It's like, you know, I, you can, you can come for me for my gameplay, good or bad. You can come for me for all these different things, but to come for me for that I hurt people and that people are uncomfortable around me for the things that I've said to them. Like, she's like, that really, that really hurts my heart. Especially we hear her talking about how she came into this house and her intention was to work with the girls. And like the fact that it's pretty much the girls got it turned on her and then everybody started turning on her. And it's just like really heartbreaking to know that all these microaggressions are going on around her and they're just assuming that she's going to act in a certain way. But then you see like how honest and kind and, and a nice person that she truly is. And she's completely being seen in a different light. And it was really, it was heartbreaking for me. Mm -hmm. um, she hugs Daniel says, I'm not mad. Uh, and he says, wow, I'm really proud of how you're handling this. Um, <laughs> Sorry, there's an eye roll there. I wrote oh, down with so an asterisk. Because <laughs> I was like, I was so irritated by him. Like, no, you could use this as an opportunity to, like, better yourself. Like, excuse me? Get out of here. Like, you're giving me a little lesson on this is this is for your own well-being. I'm teaching you how to be a better human being. Like, F off, Daniel. Like, I was very irritated by that. And she was taking it, too. She's like, yeah, you know, you're right. This is a gift. And I'm like, don't drink it. Taylor, I know that you're trying to make nice in the house, but like, he's not right. Like, anyways. Uh, she genuinely is like, did, did she like actually like, look, I don't actually know what miscongeniality is, but I, I'm my, un, my reading of the context is that it means you're a really nice person. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> she like, she is that person. Like, she's just so nice and accommodating. Anytime she has a conversation with somebody, she, um, you know, she's so willing to assume responsibility for her side of it. 
Um, and unfortunately for her, very few people in the house are nearly a close to that level of uh, willing to accept their part in uh in in anything so um what ends up happening is that she's just you know apologizing to people who uh have have wronged her uh and um and you know she's owning up to whatever she feels like well, maybe i didn't fully communicate that in the in the most complete way um and uh and they're like yeah maybe you didn't yeah <laughs> and we'll probably talk to some about some of these specific conversations but people were saying like well she seems like a nice person but it's too late. One yeah. bad mistake. That's it. And I'm just like, wait, why don't you maybe go back and maybe look at what has been said about her with a new lens and be like, oh, maybe we kind of judged her too harshly before we actually truly knew who she was. Instead of just being like, oh, you know, that Taylor, six days, six bad days. She can't redeem herself from it. She's going to got to go. And that's also what's really frustrating, too. Yeah. So, um, Monty gets really worried because, um, first of all, he saw Paloma and Taylor talking right after the nominations. He was worried that, like, you know, Paloma was telling Taylor about the Monty and Paloma situation. Um, he planned on and, um, discussed with uh, a lot of the house that, like, they weren't going to tell her anything about it. And this is why the whole thing about the goodbye messages is that they were all going to, like, not tell Taylor what she did wrong until the goodbye messages. Um, because from Monty's point of view, at least he felt like with the backstage situation, there's still a twist that could come in and then Taylor might end up not going home. And if she knows that he was at the forefront of, you know, giving information that led to her eviction, that she might uh, want revenge on him and, and come after him in the game. Right. So uh, so for his game, he felt like he wanted to make sure that nobody said anything, but immediately Paloma was talking to Taylor and he was like, Oh my God, is she already saying something? And he was like, what do I do? Do I talk to her? Do I not talk to her? I got to talk to Paloma. I got to see what was said. Um, and so he's kind of like, uh, trying to figure out what he needs to do. I don't understand why he can't just talk to Taylor and be like, this is what happened. This is what was said. And this is how I understood what she meant by it. Like, I don't know why they need to keep it completely away from her and that she's just like running around the house, like trying to find out the answer to like why everybody dislikes her. And he wants to keep that from her. Like, I, I heard what you said, like, and I heard him say, you know, how he wants to kind of keep himself safe, just depending on what happens with this fast stage twist. But like, where's the humanity here? I just, I don't understand why he just feels like, it's okay for him to completely be lying to this woman for her last few days in the house. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think he, and I, I think, I think that uh, again, as you mentioned, I think that they started to many of the people in the house because they were already, and I mentioned this yesterday, they were already like half the house already was like, is Taylor that bad? Well, if everyone else is saying it, it must be true, I guess. Um, and then after being nominated, more of them were really starting to be like, okay, maybe she really wasn't that bad, but you know, what are you going to do? It's too late now. Um, so I do think that shift is happening. So, uh, Amira talks to Taylor while Monty is like freaking out about what do I do? Is she, does she, has she found out yet? Did Paloma tell her? And, uh, Amira just straight up asks Taylor, like, did you tell Monty that Paloma was coming after the guy? 
<laughs> I mean, I was very happy that this came out because Taylor just probably feels like, you know, re- recognizing that people don't want to be in a room with her and like probably just like maybe like, oh, you know, like just like wondering what's going on, but not really having an understanding as to why people are treating her this way. So I was very happy that Amira just came out and said it because I don't know why people just won't come out and say it. And then later on being like, well, if she really wanted to know she should have just directly asked everybody. And I'm like. Yeah, it's how do you ask a question that you don't don't like? You don't know what the question to ask. Like she, yeah, she's like, "Who did I wrong and what did I do?" And people are like, "I don't know." Like, why isn't she? Why isn't she addressing? Yeah, why isn't she addressing what she did? You know, Um, Taylor says, "No, I didn't tell Monty that." What I what happened is I advised Monty to talk to Paloma because Paloma is kind of like the voice of the women a little bit. Um, and I just wanted to make sure that the guys wouldn't get worried about the women because the women were talking about being worried about the guys. And I felt like Monty was the best you know, representative of the guys and that if he talked to Paloma, then that would be a good start for them. I was just like giving him some advice. Um, and she's, she goes on to talk about how she's always wanted to work with the women in the game, that she was cast saying, I want to be in a women's alliance. Um, and like, uh, you know, that, that's just like, where she, and, and Mir's like, Oh, I thought you really wanted to work with the guys. No, nah, nah. I mean, like, obviously I spoke with them. <laughs> like, obviously, like I was trying to like be in good with them too, but I've always wanted to work with the women. Uh, and it's like, Oh, okay. Oh, you, um, you should have said something sooner. Yeah, <laughs> you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't have been talking with those guys. Maybe you should have been playing, shouldn't have been playing pool like that. I don't know. Um, Pooch talks to Joseph, uh, and, um, they're kind of talking about Paloma a little bit. There's a few different conversations about Paloma, one between Jasmine and Monty and, uh, one between Pooch and Joseph here. Uh, just about like, she okay? Like, uh, she's kind of, she's kind of losing it a little bit. Um, but, uh, but they're not super concerned about her in a target sense. They're more concerned about Amira. Um, they think that Amira is super smart. Uh, she's been kind of making some comments, um, that have made Joseph feel like she knows about the guys alliance. Like she's just, just like, uh, like saying like little things like, Oh, all the guys are in there. Like, Oh, uh, or like, Oh, another woman's going to go like, uh Oh. Um, and so they think if she hasn't figured it out already, because remember in Joe, Joseph for Joseph, his only alliance is Oasis. Uh, the guys thing, which is an already outed alliance to Mamba. Uh, like they, like Monty already ratted it out. Um, and to Pooch, Oasis is like his bomb squad exterior to his motley crew interior. Um, and so. Uh, they're both concerned about Oasis being found out. He's <laughs> been routed out. Uh, so they feel like, um, Amira is the one that's going to figure it out. Uh, so she's got to go sooner or later. Uh, and, um, you know, the other person that they're looking at primarily is Indy. They also mentioned Brittany. Uh, you know, they, they need to, Indy's like, uh, somebody that's probably going to work with the women. Um, and, uh, and Joseph is kind of like, kind of pushing back on Indy because she, he, she's had a conversation with him about being a guy's girl. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but primarily here they're talking about Amira being, um, being targeted soon by them. Which I think is 
a good call. I think that she would be the person that could suss things out and and be difficult to beat. It seems as though she's very confident in her competition ability, and uh, she kind of is coming across as like she like knows she's going to win the next head of household. So I think that them wanting to get her out sooner than later, since they don't trust what she will do, um, I think that's probably the best call um, if you're trying to get rid of the strategic person. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Uh, Paloma is going to have a conversation with, uh, with Daniel. Um, and she, uh, she tells him for it's, I mean, she has another interesting conversation with Daniel. Uh, she tells him about a book that she's obsessed with. Uh, she says it's like her Bible. Uh, he needs to read it. Um, she says, you just, you have to have faith and believe, right? For me, it's God, but you can look at it through like science, right? It's like, it's like an energy. Uh, this book will change your life. It has changed my life. Um, I saw a post uh, talking about this book and I went down a rabbit hole. Uh, This book apparently was written in 1937 by an infamous con artist uh, who was involved in a cult that famously wanted to raise an immortal baby um, by uh, by the power of like positive thinking. This baby could be immortal. Um, because they could start from scratch. And so they coerced a mother into giving up her child so that they could raise this baby to be immortal. Uh, she later got like two years later was able to finally get her baby back. Um, and, uh, this guy who wrote the book, like, uh, apparently claimed to be like an advisor to two different presidents claimed to be in the room when like the end of world war one was negotiated. And like, he was like, basically like the person that did it, um, made up an entire like fake conversation with Andrew Carnegie, like that he wrote into a book. It's, it's wild. Like it's a whole, it's a whole thing. I'm hoping there's a documentary on it. I, I'm not like an expert on this by any means. I read, I read like one article. Um, uh, but so like, take, um, the, uh, it's like, um, uh, I don't remember the name of the book. Uh, the guy was Napoleon Hill. Um, oh, think, think and grow rich. <laughs> yes. That one. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've read that book and I don't remember it anyways. Okay. <laughs> it's not, I don't think of it as that. I probably have it over, over there. Okay. Interesting. It's, uh, as I said, not an expert, but I read about this guy and it's, it's wild. Um, so, uh, she's, uh, she goes on to say, um, I have, I have unlocked the game. We've out, we've out cheated the game. This is revolutionary. Uh, my, 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 my voice is shutting off right now, but I'm, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I was just super compassionate, right? It breaks my heart. Uh, I'm very, I'm very, I'm very empathic. Uh, right. I'm, I'm finding this out. I guess I'm an empath, uh, which is weird, right? Like I don't even cry at movies, but like I'm looking in the mirror and it's like, I know myself better than I did six days ago. Um, it's like, uh, like, well, <laughs> I mean, I can see that being true. Um, probably for everybody in the house. Uh, but it's, it's still, this is still worrisome for me behavior for Paloma. So we're keeping an eye on her. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it's, uh, it's con- continued, uh, weirdness there. Um, Amira is going to tell the women about what Taylor said. Um, she, uh, she goes on to, uh, talk about like, so Taylor explained to me that when talking to Monty, um, this is what she was saying to Monty and that it was, it was that and that 
she actually wanted to work with the women. And like, basically the response is all like, <gasps> Oh, <laughs> well, oh, she still has to go though. Yeah. It's too bad. Like, I wish we knew this before. It's like, you can still change things. Like, not that I want Darren to go either, but like, it does, it's not etched in stone here that Taylor has to go and, and so all these, the wrongdoings that she's had in the past, like, these women. Yeah. So, uh, Amira ends up telling them that, uh, Nicole has pitched an alliance with her and Daniel. Um, and mentioned Turner and Pooch as well. So we talked about this the other day that uh, Nicole was pitching this alliance and it was supposed to be potentially like Amira, Paloma, Alyssa, Daniel, Nicole, but that she had also mentioned uh, Turner and Pooch as potential additions to this alliance. And she's telling this to the girls' girls and um, they are now convinced like, okay, that's that's that locks it in. They're working with Turner and Pooch. Daniel and Nicole must be working with Turner and Pooch. There's got to be something there. And, um, Alyssa is kind of like, let's go for Daniel. Like, I don't like this guy. He's, he weirds me out. He doesn't talk game with me. Um, but, uh, but Jasmine is very much like, no, I love Daniel. I love Daniel. He's, he's fine. Um, and they all kind of agree that Turner and Pooch are going to be the targets moving forward. Uh, Turner and Pooch have to go up. They have to go. Um, and, uh, and that's, uh, that's it for, for the, the targets. I'm fine with that. <laughs> like to be honest, but who I don't I just don't think that that would be how things go next week. I don't think that it will be that. But I'm fine with that if that's the way it, it ends up playing out. Mm. Uh Indy has also come up with a new name for them. Six and the city. So so witty. Mm. Honey. <laughs> ja- Jasmine is like, "Oh, I love it. I love it." And Amir's like, "I don't think we can do that though." It's like, but no, it's not the actual thing, right? So, oh, I love it. <laughs> can they? Do you think that they can? No, I don't think they no, can. No, it's too close. I don't, uh, yeah, I think it's too close. Um, so, uh, they also talk about wanting to work with Michael. Um, who, I want to see more of Michael. He's been very quiet from what I like observed, at least yesterday on the feeds. And I'm like, I think that Michael's the only person and Taylor are the only two people that I think I would, I want to root for right now. And I'm like, but I don't hear enough from him. So hopefully he's just like observing and really being like, okay, uh, I'm not necessarily playing with strategic people here and trying to figure out how to not become the target. But I, I wish that he had somebody in there to strategize with because I feel like he just wants to start making his moves, but he's kind of in a, a, a backseat position. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, Brittany does go to Michael after this, and she lets him know that all the girls just talked about how much they love him and want to work with him. And uh, they celebrate like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and she says, and, and guess what else? They want to go after Turner and Pooch next. And he's like, yeah, that's amazing. Those are those. That's what I was thinking. Um, and so they're very happy. Uh, and, um, the, this happiness is going to be short lived for Brittany. Um, Daniel, uh, talks to Nicole about, uh, about Taylor. Uh, he says, man, she's really, she's really handling things really well so far. Uh, hopefully it stays that way. Um, and, uh, Nicole talks about how she just, I don't think she's been doing enough. You know, I just feel like she's, I, I haven't heard her asking people what she did wrong and like how to improve. It's like she doesn't even care. 
to improve. That's what really like I'm like, Nicole, I really want to like you. Like and the fact that that's the conclusion that you made for the fact that she hasn't asked direct questions to Brittany and uh, and whomever else. And it's like she doesn't really know that people that people are holding things back from her. Like Brittany said, I'll be honest with her, but I'm not going to tell her unless she asks me like, but what? Why not then? Why don't just tell her? So she knows what she's dealing with and so she can apologize. Like, I don't know why it's this like game of like, ooh, is she going to apologize or not? Or ask me what she needs to apologize for. And if she doesn't, it means that she doesn't care. Like, why does it have to equal that she doesn't care about the game or care about her relationships or care at all? Um, I was very frustrated with Nicole's take on, uh, on why, how Taylor has been moving in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brittany is then going to, uh, as I said before, uh, when she was sort of like throwing everyone uh, under the bus to Daniel a few days ago, um, I think that like, uh, like Brit- Brittany seems to think that like playing the game equals throwing people under the bus, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> no, um, Brittany talks to Taylor first. Um, and this one was like, oh, okay. She tells Taylor uh basically that Paloma is the one that was spreading the rumors about her. Um, and uh and Taylor is starting to put the pieces together that this whole Paloma and Monty situation is potentially what's at fault. She's talking to talk to Daniel a little bit about it. Um, she says to herself afterward, like, why do I have a really bad feeling about Monty? Um, and she's later going to go and talk to Monty, which we will get into. But first, uh, Brittany also talks with Pooch. And uh, she goes to Pooch and she's, uh, she's in the, the pantry and she says, uh, look, Pooch, I really, you know, I really like you. I really want to work with you. And I feel like, uh, you know, I just hope that if you have, you have any kind of like decision to make with us and like the backstagers that like you would pick me to, to be saved, you know, like, uh, and you know, I just like, I just like, I, I really feel like we can work well together and I, I fully trust you and I hope that you can trust me. And I like, I want to prove that to you. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, fine, whatever. Uh, and she's like, no, no, I want, I would like to prove it, to prove it. I'm going to tell you something. Like, all right. Uh, and like, he is very clearly not interested uh <laughs> like she is not reading the room at all uh Come and on Brittany like you should be very observant yeah <laughs> like- <laughs> um he's uh she's like people are throwing your name around he's like yeah I know that of course I assumed like whatever like again like that is not that is not the if you get the response of like yeah of course I don't care whatever uh no. that means they don't <laughs> care about what you have to say if they're like oh my god who is it tell me uh like maybe um but he's like clearly not she's like uh guess guess who he's like I, I don't know I don't know I have no idea uh she's like like who would guess who were we talking about before like I don't know who were we talking about before like I don't even remember talking to you uh he's like guess 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 he's like I really don't really don't know. Amira, Amira has been saying she wants to target you. Um, like, whoa. And this is the thing. Like, didn't she just see what Taylor has been ostracized for? Like, has she not? Maybe she doesn't know. That's possible. But like, Taylor's literally being ostracized for the fact that she gave information to Monty and Monty gave it back to the person that she said 
you know, started this information or this rumor or whatever. And so she's doing the exact same thing. And she doesn't even have, she doesn't have the relationships with these people. And that's also the problem with Taylor. She did not have the relationship that she felt with Monty so that there was a tre- level of trust there that he would keep that between the two of them and she doesn't have a level of trust with pooch to be able for him to not want to go and ask amira like what's going on here and then start having conversations about it and then turn and become the new house target like i'm i'm shocked that she fell into that trap yeah, and I, I do apologize. I'm not doing the Britney impression correctly. I think it's got to be something like this. <laughs> so. I can't with you today. <laughs> just. Okay, so Amira's been saying your name, but think about this too. If two people were going to team up of the backstagers, who would they be? And uh, Pooch is like, uh, like I, I don't know. Like, what? what are you saying? Uh, like, like if two people were to team up, who were that were in the backstage, who would they be? You're saying like Amira and Alyssa? Like, no, 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 no. Oh, of the backstage <laughs> people, if there were two of them that were going to team up, okay, no, no, okay. Let me let me put it this way: Who of the backstage people who's most likely to be left out? What? What are you saying? Like, who's going to be? Who would be left out of the backstagers? Um, if, if you were to say one of them is like uh, on their own, it's like, uh, like Paloma, like what, what are you? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. What I'm trying to say, Paloma and Alyssa are like together, right? Like they're like linked. It's like, oh, oh, okay. Okay. What you're saying is that one of them will be pissed if I do something bad to the other one. No, 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 no. I, what, I, no, I just like that. I'm that I'm like by myself and we can work together. We can work, we can work together. We can, we, us two together. If, cause I'm by myself. Uh, and he's like, oh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Fist bump. Let's do this. I'm in. <laughs> Man, he's, he's so not into that conversation. Like he did not want to be there. He was not like indulging her in any sort of way. Like he knew, couldn't have figured out these answers a lot quicker, but he just did not want to be there. And she clearly couldn't read those room, read the room there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, surprise, surprise, uh, Pooch leaves that room and just pretty much goes straight to Amira and tells her the whole story, uh, and says, Brittany just told me that you're coming for me. Uh, she just like gave me this whole thing. She's clearly, clearly trying to, uh, you know, just like work me for this backstage situation. By the way, after he left the, the pantry, Brittany was like, Oh, I hope that worked. No, babe. No. <laughs> uh, Amira, of course, tells the rest of the women uh, that Brittany is ratting them out and uh, dropping her name. And uh, they're not happy. Um, they, uh, they're upset. Indy wants to confront Brittany because she feels like they should give her the chance to respond to these accusations. But the rest of them are like, no. Uh, Paloma's like, this is not Big Brother Brazil. Paloma, that's not how it works. Uh, or uh, uh, Indy, that's not how it works. Um, and uh, they'll sit on this information for now. Uh, in the meantime, po- uh, Pooch is going to talk with uh, like Joseph about it, talk with Monty about it. Uh, he tells Monty, like, hey, Brittany needs to go. She just gave me an excuse to get rid of her if I have a choice. Like, I didn't have a choice before, but at least now I have a, a like uh, an excuse before. And now I have an excuse to do it because she just told me that Amir is coming for me. 
Um, and, uh, and so like, here's the thing. Next two targets, Brittany, Indy, easy. Uh, and then Amira's got to go after that. She is definitely too smart. She's going to figure us out. Um, so he tells Monty all of this. Uh, so, so just, just to be clear, Ma, uh, Pooch and Joseph talk about targeting Amira. Amira and the girls' girls talk about targeting Pooch and Turner. Then Brittany rats out the girls' girls and says that Amira wants to target Pooch to Pooch, who then tells Amira that Brittany ratted him out, uh, ratted her out to Pooch. And then Pooch tells Monty about the situation of Brittany ratting Amira out to Pooch. And Pooch tells Monty that he wants to target Amira. And I think we can all expect that Monty will soon tell Amira that Pooch wants to target Amira. <laughs> probably <laughs> like or Paloma you know what I mean like Monty seems to have a lot of um you know heart for Paloma so it might be Paloma that he tells and then Paloma might tell Amira but <laughs> yes it definitely will get back to her <laughs> twice so they're holding on to that information for now but they're all very disappointed in Brittany this is why women's alliances don't work uh they say um in the meantime Michael's going to talk with Kyle up in the have not room. Um, and they have a long chat about how they're working together in the Mamba Alliance, which is not called the Mamba Alliance anymore because they can't call it Mamba. And so they got to come up with a new name, but they couldn't really, they couldn't care less what the new name is. Um, and uh, Michael's uh, or Kyle's kind of asking Michael about being a super fan. Um, Michael's asking for advice on like what to say to people like Daniel and Nicole who keep approaching him about like having a working relationship. But he's like, do I tell them that I'm in an alliance with them or should I not say that word? Like, I'm not sure. Like, what are you doing? Um, and it's a good conversation. They're really bonding. They talk about like, uh, how, you know, of, uh, some of the people in the alliance, like they really connect. Monty's cool. Alyssa's cool. Uh, they really like Amira. And, um, uh, <laughs> that's five of the six people in the alliance. Yeah. Cause you know, the thing about Paloma is yeah. that she's a little, she's a little out there. Um, it's just like, look, I, I don't distrust her. Uh, and Michael's, yeah, yeah. The thing about the thing about Paloma is like, yeah, she's definitely out there, but she tells us about all of the different alliances she's in. So I do think that she's like in the alliance, right? And and I think the biggest thing is that like Alyssa is in our alliance and she's really close with Alyssa. And I think we're the only alliance Alyssa has. And so and in some part, because of that, like Paloma is going to be most loyal to our alliance. We just got to like take out all of her side alliances. Um, and, and, and Kyle's kind of like, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, the, the thing is, we, you know, we're... We're grateful that she started this alliance for. She got five really <laughs> solid people together. Uh, you know, if she were to go home next week, then, you know, the, the rest of us five could just move forward and say, thank you, Paloma, for getting us together. I'm not, I'm not mad at that, to be honest. Um, I'm really surprised that this, we haven't really seen that much of Kyle before the season started. I thought that like the feeds, he's going to be all over the feeds, like doing a lot, like be, being his TikTok personality on the feeds. And so I actually was surprised that he was able to have this like really, you know, lengthy and good conversation with Michael. And so that, that's promising for me as a player. Cause I wasn't really giving him good, potentially being a good player um, preseason. Mm. Yeah, um, definitely a good connection to make here. 
Um, especially because Michael is going to need some connections that aren't Brittany, um, pretty soon. <laughs> uh, so. Uh, they agree they're going to help each other study as well. Um, uh, uh, Kyle says, "Like, yeah, I don't think there, are, I don't think there are very many super fans on the cast this year. Like, I think most of the people in this house don't even know that you're supposed to study. Um, so, like, we could be like, like, and the thing is, like, I have a really bad memory, but like, hey, if we could just like help each other study, that'd be great, Michael. Uh, and Michael agrees, and Michael's just like, yeah, and like, just don't, don't talk about." studying or tell anybody to study and he's like yeah pooch was telling people that they should be studying i was like what are you doing pooch like uh <laughs> don't tell them that they don't even know yes i was wondering why pooch would, well, well it seems like pooch doesn't know the show but he knows like a couple of aspects of the show that he wants it to make it look like he knows so much about the show because he kind of goes around the place like he he knows what's going on like he's kind of top dog and like yeah you should study and like oh this is what happens on this season and doesn't always have all the correct information as well and so yes pooch i think needs to, I don't know, figure out his game a little bit better, but he thinks his, he thinks he's playing a better game, I think, than he actually is. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle says to Michael, you know, I'd be happy to sit in the end with you. Um, and uh, it's not like locked in or anything, but there's definitely seeds of uh, a good relationship here if they continue talking. Um, Michael also kind of gives Kyle the heads up that like, yeah, people do associate you with Monty a lot. Um, and, uh, initially Kyle's like, what? But we're like, we barely like, uh, are together. And it's like, <laughs> people associate you and Monty a lot. It's like, okay, yeah, 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 I gotcha. Uh, like they see you guys working out together. Like they see, like they, people see that. Uh, when people talk about you, it's like usually like Kyle and Monty. Uh, it's like, okay, okay. Um, so that's, uh, it's, a uh, again, seeds of something that, uh, could, could blossom. I'm into it. I'm into it. I want to watch this grow. Like I, I want people having like, like good game chats. Like it's intelligent. I can follow it. Like it's not emotionally based. Like it's about the game. And so I liked it. I'm yeah. I this it goes forward. This is how you talk game with people. Uh, like if Michael approached this conversation, going to uh, Kyle, being like, "We got to work together, okay?" Because here's the thing: Joseph wants you out. Uh, okay, that's. I'm just saying that uh, it's like <laughs> no. <laughs> Like you have an ulterior motive here. Like what's what's going on here? I, I don't trust this. Like yeah. yes, totally agree. Uh, Taylor is going to finally approach Monty, uh, and she's going to ask him about the situation that got her nominated. The uh, again, we've we've talked it to death at this point. They're going to go over it in in fine detail. We don't need to rehash all of that. But basically, the conversation here is that him explaining that he felt like she was telling him something about Paloma that made him confused and concerned and. And I think I talked about this on uh, one of the updates or recaps or draft or something. But like now I, I said that when it's all being said behind somebody's back, right? Like you're using the most inflammatory words. You're using like uh, you're using the most like, oh, she told me that Paloma is coming for me. Um, and then when Taylor asks him about it, uh, he says, Oh yeah, you know when we had that conversation and you told me I should talk to Paloma? <laughs> and she's like, "Where where was that other energy?" Uh, <laughs> hold on, this sounds a little bit different than what you were saying before. Um and she's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." 
And so she goes on to explain again what her motive in that conversation was. And he says like, oh, you know, I really I took that to mean that you were trying to tell me that Paloma might be doing something. Uh, And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I didn't communicate properly to you that like I wasn't really saying that. Um, And uh, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, that makes I and, you know, I I did, you know, I, I, I went to Paloma about it. I didn't I didn't mean for it to get out or anything. Yeah, I definitely didn't. Um, and, uh, he says, and, and I, I'm sorry that, you know, that I, I took it to mean the way, the, the way that I did, uh, you know, and so they, they have this kind of conversation and, um, you know, the, the, for, for Taylor, at least she now understands the, or at least Ish. feels like she understands this is the thing that got her in trouble. She doesn't really have the other context because that's all so weak that I don't think anybody would even try to bring it up to her. Um, so, uh, so she now has this as like, this is the thing. And she can now explain to other people, this is what happened, uh, which is going to happen later, uh, in the night. But, uh, but for now, Monty is going to go to Joseph afterward and, uh, say like, yeah, I think Taylor was just saying this and maybe she was kind of telling the truth. And then maybe the girls were kind of talking about, the guys a little bit. And so maybe that was happening, but yeah, she's got to still got to go. So I don't know if you've talked about this, but it's something that I've been kind of thinking about is that I think he got tipped off from the diary room that they, they want a showman's maybe between him and Taylor and Taylor did say, and I think in the first episode that she thinks that Monty was really cute. And so I'm wondering if all of this pushback is because he doesn't want to look like him and Taylor are in some sort of showmance and that she's giving him information and they're working really well together. Like I, maybe he doesn't want that to be his story. And so he wants to break that apart. Um, it could be also even with the, the cookout and how like, mm-hmm. you know, having two black people work together might appear to be suspicious. And so if, if the diary room is kind of pushing together a narrative of them being in a showmance and then if she has a little bit of a mini crush on him and sharing this information like maybe he doesn't necessarily want to be linked in that way with Taylor and so this is his retaliation yeah he he has specifically mentioned like the cookout and not wanting to do what the cookout did um and uh and stuff like that so I I you know I'm sure that's that plays into this uh in, in some ways uh, but you know, it's, it's difficult to know like exactly what's, uh, what's going on in his head. But, uh, yeah, the, he has talked about the cookout specifically. Um, so Amira is going to talk with Pooch about the Britney situation. Um, that, uh, look, that, uh, we kind of want to like talk to Britney about it, but I don't want to like rat you out or anything, expose you. They agree that she can talk to Britney, but just don't implicate Pooch. Don't bring up his name. Um, it just kind of like get a sense of where her head is at and then go back to Pooch with information about what Brittany says about him. Um, and so we get another conversation. <laughs> Amira, Indy, Jasmine and Brittany uh, are talking and uh, Indy kind of gets the ball rolling. She's like, uh, I just want us all to stick together and, and not go talking about each other or throwing each other, you know, in the bus or in uh, on the <laughs> In front of the bus. Yeah, it's in front of the bus, says Amira. Yeah, in front of the bus. No, don't throw each other in front of the bus. Um, <laughs> it works still. <laughs> and Brittany says, uh, yeah, you know, we just got to be like the first girls alliance to actually stick together. Um, and 
you know, I just like, <laughs> like there's a vibe, right? There's a vibe in this conversation. It's a little bit off, right? Like why is Indy saying this? And Brittany's, I think, getting a little nervous, right? Um, like, do they, do they know? Do they know what I did? Uh, and she's like, I just hope I, you know, I just hope that nobody would get in trouble, uh, for like talking to the guys, like, you know, just because you might like assume like, oh, if somebody's like, if Paloma's in a corner talking with like Turner, like we're not going to get like worried that she's giving away information or anything. Uh, why is she doing this? And Amira's like, uh, yeah, I mean, nobody, uh, better be saying my name. Cause I'd be, I'd be pretty pissed if somebody said my name to somebody else outside of the group. Uh, and Jasmine's like, yeah, you know, like at the very least, we would hope that if somebody did say one of our names that they would t- tell us about it, you know, like, oh, I, I had to say this, I had to say this person's name it would be very hurtful if they kept it from us. Uh, you know, the only time our names should be in each other's mouths is when we're going to bat for each other, right? Um, and, uh, Brittany's like, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What we should do <laughs> is we should establish something where if we hear something about each other, we, uh, you know, we tell each other about it. And then, you know, because we need to be careful because like, I feel like the guys are probably going to start making stuff up. You know, about each other, like trying to get us to turn on each other and not trust each other. I feel like the guys are probably going to say like, you know, like, for example, like, what if, you know, what if Turner says like, oh, I, Alyssa told me that something, you know, like they could be lying about like, I feel like they might do something like that. Uh, and the, the rest of the women are like, why would they do that? Why, (laughs) why are you saying that? Why would you, why are you saying they would try to do that? Uh, you know, to, to break us up. Uh, but they don't know we're together, uh, but they might, but they might know that we're together. Like, I don't think so. I don't think so. I, you know, I just think that if someone is, is someone is, you know, someone is saying something, I mean, if, I mean, I mean, if somebody could say something to make us not trust each other, we probably shouldn't believe what that person is saying. Uh, you know, like she is completely giving away the game. I don't understand the why she did like ratted out Amira in the first place. If she's not going to be a better liar about it, like, <laughs> like, 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 she doesn't even have to even say anything about it. Like, if she just said nothing and just was like, mm-hmm, yeah, totally agree. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Like, she would have been fine. I don't know why she needs to offer up all yeah. these words. You have to act like you have no idea what they're talking Ooh. about, right? Like, uh, like, oh yeah. Definitely, we need to stick together. Like, oh, and we, you know, nobody better better mention my name. Yeah, exactly. It would really, I would hate if someone mentioned your name. Uh, like, uh, you know, like I, I would hope that somebody would tell us if they did something. Like, oh, do, do you think somebody did something? Like, well, who are we thinking? You know, like, uh, <laughs> yeah, not like. Exactly. Well, I mean, I mean, we wouldn't want to trust if if somebody do, was to say that somebody did say something. We wouldn't necessarily like trust that, right? Like, they're probably lying. Like, right? Like, no, don't tell, you know, like, you just telling everything, giving all this extra information. That's when you know that you're lying is when you just don't talk about like the facts or what's really going on in the situation. So mm. yeah, she, she hasn't taken any like behavioral and analysis classes <laughs> because she's, her tells are obvious. Amira comes almost straight out and says, yeah, just Brittany, don't be using us as pawns for your backstage thing. Uh, and Brittany's like, whoa, what, what do you mean? Did somebody, somebody said something? Did somebody say something? Like, no, 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 no. I just, 
I just mean in general, you know, for all, for all of us, for all of us, you'd better not be using us as pawns for your backstage thing. Brittany, uh, <laughs> Amira says, uh, there, you know, there's a rumor going around that I am coming after Pooch, which is weird because I've only told you guys. Uh, and Brittany is really starting to be like, well, I mean, I, I, what, I don't think it's us. We would, I don't think any of us would do that. Right. Like, I, like, like who, I, what if they're, they're lying, right? They're probably just lying, right? Like who, who said that? Like, I, I didn't hear from anyone in particular. I'm just hearing a rumor like, oh, but that's probably, I just, I can't, oh man. And she starts getting upset and she's like, I just, I can't even express to you how much I don't have anybody in this house except for you guys and Michael. Um, and it's like, oh no, no, now you're really, now you're really starting to spill. Uh, it's like, and I'm, and I'm telling you, like when I told Michael, uh, that, that you guys want to work with him uh, and stuff, like he was so happy. He was jumping up and down and Amir's like, oh, so he knows already. So we're bringing him in. Uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, yeah, we're bringing him in. Right. Um, cause I just really don't think that any of us would do that. You know, like I just, yeah. And she's like, you guys are the only ones that knew, I, but yeah, but they're just, that's what I'm saying. They're probably just making it up. So, you know, and then uh the conversation kind of fades out from there and uh to herself she goes like oh, I screwed up. <laughs> yeah, Brittany, you screwed up big time. And it's what's interesting too is that like I was like thinking like okay, yeah, she's going to be able to read people really well. She's going to be a really great listener. She's going to be able to understand maybe like any backstory as to like why people are doing the things that they do. Like I really thought she was going to use her training in a way that was going to be very helpful for her. And I don't see any sort of hypnotherapist like in the way she's been interacting with the people these days mm. yesterday. Uh, so, uh, we get to the, toward the end of the night, um, just a couple more things. Uh, Taylor talks to Nicole, um, and explains the Monty situation to Nicole, who's like, oh, that sucks. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. Oh my God. Uh, seems to have finally started to get to Nicole a little bit back onto the track of like, maybe, maybe Taylor is not bad. Hmm. Uh, Nicole goes to Daniel and she explains the situation to Daniel. And she says, uh, I just, I don't know, Daniel, like I, I'm having a bad feeling that the guys like might have like an ulterior motive and they're just trying to like make us take out the strong women for them. Uh, it's just like, I feel like what Taylor said to me made more sense than what Monty was saying about the situation. And, uh, Daniel's like, well, well, why am I not hearing about this? Well, I don't think Taylor, like, I don't think she's going to tell you. Like, I don't think she feels comfortable telling you. You just nominated her. He's like, I don't care. She called Jasmine fat. She needs to go home. And that situation as well is not what happened. Man, they just want to pin everything that they can on her. As inane it may be, it's like, no, she did it. I have to believe this narrative. I can't believe anything else or I'll short circuit. Like it's possible that you have wrong information and that you're reading the situation incorrectly, Daniel. Yeah. This is another one of the many things that is being said about uh, Taylor. This one came from Jasmine. Um, now uh, when Taylor was trying on her dresses, 
uh, she talked about, you know, being in pageants and talked about how she is not a size. Look, I apologize if I get the sizes wrong. I don't, I don't know sizes. Uh, but she, I believe she talked about not being a double zero. Um, and that, uh, she's, she's actually like, she's proud that she's not a double zero and still is able to like be in pageants and like wear dresses that look good because she, she obviously doesn't like that you have to be a double zero, uh, to, to like, you know, whatever, right. And model. Um, or pageantry. Uh, and so, uh, later, I, uh, I believe what was said from Jasmine is that, uh, she was telling, um, she was telling Taylor, oh, you should be a model. And Taylor was like, oh, well, I'm not a double zero. So, you know, uh, it's, I would have trouble, whatever. Right. Uh, and Jasmine kind of took that to mean that, uh, Taylor was, uh, you know, saying that you have saying that she felt like you have to be a double zero to be a model and thus insulting uh jasmine as somebody who is not a double zero and and as the as the conversation continues and uh it gets retold and retold it ends up with i don't care she called jasmine fat she needs to go home The broken telephone is like on fire in this house. Like if they realized like where it started and like how it ends up, like they'd be shocked. Um, but I feel bad again that Taylor is like, doesn't really understand. Like this is also why Daniel is still like pitchforks out for Taylor is because of this rewording and broken telephone situation about address. Yeah. Uh, so when he says that, uh, Nicole says, Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not saying she shouldn't go home. I'm just saying we need to be careful of Monty. Uh, and Daniel says, Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I agree. The situation's weird. Let's be a little skeptical of Monty moving forward. And good call. Cause I, I would be skeptical of Monty going forward. I mean, he just doesn't see, I, he does seem loyal to Paloma. But I am um, at one point, um, Jasmine was like talking, warning him about Paloma. And I was like, Jasmine, this could be bad for you. This could be bad for you. Like, I, we haven't seen, as far as I remember, any an aftermath from that conversation. But I can see him taking that over to Paloma. And then when they need a new target, it becomes Jasmine because Jasmine doesn't trust Paloma fully and told this to Monty. So. I'm worried. Like Monty seems to spread information, and that person seems to become the target as well. So, yeah, I don't trust him. Yes, and as you mentioned, Daniel, uh, despite loving Paloma uh, and wanting her in his life forever, has started to be like she is a little much sometimes, uh, and uh, certainly wouldn't target her or anything, but um, maybe doesn't need to include her in the. 15th alliance that he's proposing and not actually going with which at least people are starting to recognize that she might not be the best person to be consulting on all the decisions that are going on in the house or maybe trusting her perspective as to what's going on and so hopefully maybe with a new head of household more clarity will come with what's going on in the house hopefully yeah i I tweeted this out but i i really wouldn't be surprised if as early as next week, um, like with all of the different rumblings about Paloma from different sides of the house, um, that, uh, that things really crumble down on her next week, uh, as early as next week, depending on who's HOH and what kind of like options they have available to them. 
that Paloma could end up being an easy option because people start talking and they need a scapegoat. Um, and that's assuming that Paloma even survives this week's eviction, considering she is in the backstage situation. We still don't even know what's happening with that. But, that? uh, yeah, things are definitely crumbling. You think that the production Paloma. knows or doesn't know? Like, have they decided what goes on with this twist yet? I, you have to imagine that they've got some An kind idea. of idea at this point, right? <laughs> Well, I'm just, I'm just interested because like a lot has gone on in this first six days and I'm wondering if they're hoping to use this twist to maybe redeem the season because there's been a lot of people that have been talking about not wanting to continue supporting the channel and CBS and, and all of that because they don't like what the dynamics in the house are so far. So I'm wondering if they might tweak things a little bit to maybe appease the audience. Um, they can. They haven't told us what it is. So I, I don't know. I, I always have questions about production. You know that. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so that's that's about what we've got for the day. Uh, Chantel, anything else that you wanted to bring up? All my asterisks are, I'm like, I'm so annoyed that everybody, like, I'm like, my other asterisks, like, oh, Taylor hasn't done anything for her to take this as a life lesson of, like, it just all be, like, grunting and be like, oh, so annoying. Um, One thing, though, that did annoy me, we, were, we are still kind of talking about Monty, is that he said that he wants to go after, like, the house target. And, like, I'm just not down with that at all. The fact that he's not going to kind of carve out his game he's not going to set up a new structure and so that also makes me not want to root for Monty in this game because like he's not really playing a good game and then he's kind of outing all the people that are trying to do something <laughs> at least and so yeah that was something that it bothered me yeah I think I think the thing to watch out for now is um you know, I think, like I said, a lot of people in the house are kind of more on board with what Taylor is saying than not, but they're all saying for now, there's nothing we can do about it. This is the first week. It is only Tuesday right now. Um, there's usually a point in time where at least one person in the house goes, wait a minute. We could just vote the other way. <laughs> uh, it's very possible that that could happen. I think given the situation that's sort of developing, uh, I wouldn't bank on it by any means, especially because of the backstage twist. I think there's so much uncertainty that like, it's not like it's the definitive vote. It feels like, so mm -hmm. uh, I don't think people are going to feel confident in making a definitive flip. Uh, but um, something to watch out for uh, the Mamba situation with Paloma being uh, sort of like recognized as maybe not super included um, given all of the information that they know. Uh, Mamba still seems like the most solid alliance, but Paloma maybe not as solid with them as before. Uh, girls, girls slash six in the city slash honeycomb slash, uh, you know, they're barely even together at this point. Uh, the Britney situation is probably going to continue to develop. Uh, you know, the indie situation where she's really not that in with them either, probably going to continue to develop. Um, and then, uh, you know, Pooch versus Amira is definitely something to uh, to watch out for as well. That's so kind of fun, yeah. Um, so we did. There was also a conversation between Taylor and Terrence, and they're kind of saying that they want to kind of have each other's back and like you know look out for each other, and they're going to try their best to both stay. Do you think that Terrence was just saying that just to kind of appease Taylor in this moment, or do you think that he was actually really hoping that this backstage twist was going to be able to benefit both of them staying in the house? 
Considering the things that he's been saying about Taylor, uh, I'm assuming that it wasn't super genuine. I didn't see like a full shift where like Terrence yet has heard all of the stuff about Taylor and is like, oh, maybe we were wrong. Um, so, uh, I think that he'd probably be, uh, willing, probably be willing to accept that information, especially since he's kind of tight with Nicole, who seems to accept, who have, uh, to have accepted it. Um, but, uh, for now, I think he is, Mostly just like, uh, like many people, like anything can happen in this eviction. So I might as well just be nice to everyone. Fair, fair. Um, another thing that I think it was Monty that was, I don't know who was, he was having the conversation with. He probably will be able to remind me, but about, they're talking about how Taylor had mentioned that like, oh, you don't think that he would put up two black people. And now this is also what Monty's super mad at Taylor about. Like, I can't believe yeah. that she would bring race into this. I can't believe that she would say that. And a lot of people have said that. We saw Brittany having a conversation being like, man, do you think that they would put up two, two black people? Like, I don't, I would never do that, but like maybe he would. And like, it's obviously a conversation that people are thinking about and having in their head. And so the fact that Taylor is being vilified for just, just like wondering if he, if he thinks that's something that he would do and that she would do and now questioning her, her morals for saying this. I was also like, that's that's enough for you, Monty. That's that's not the right answer, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, uh, not to like go off, but like uh, I just I, I don't really understand the, this notion of like, uh, like, well, if you're going to bring race into it, you'd better be damn sure. Like, uh, like, how are you supposed to have a conversation like about it if you're if you can't just like float the idea uh, and discuss it? Right. Um, so. Uh, you know, anyway, uh, yeah, he was upset about that. Um, and, uh, he, that, that was, again, one of the things he was talking about. He felt like, uh, like Taylor is, is, you know, not, and, and it, like, it really wasn't even, I, I'm pretty sure this conversation, I'm pretty sure they didn't know who brought it up first and they just kind of assumed it was Taylor. And then he went off from there. Uh, and I don't think it was Taylor. I'm pretty sure Amira was one of the first people to bring it up. Um, and she regretted it because she brought it up as a joke, but that got into Daniel's head. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a mess. So such a mess, but you know, I feel better that we talked through today. Thank you, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm very grateful for all your impersonations and just knowing that they're just going to get better and better (laughs) each week, each day. (laughs) Uh, all right. Well, I hope you all enjoyed the update. Uh, we're doing our best here, but, uh, of course, uh, I will be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happened today, happens today on the Big Brother 24 live feeds. We will also be live tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern for the first stock watch round table of the season. <laughs> we will rate all of these players for the first time. Uh, and I believe, uh, I believe, uh, Amon will be joining us for this, uh, for this first round table. So. Get I, ready. Who do I buy? Like you're, they're all going to be so low. <laughs> I think. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine someone getting a really high buy right now. So I'm excited to see how you guys like really, really suss these players. So it'll be wait. interesting. We'll see if we'll see if Amon has any more chapsticks to eat. <laughs> uh, we will. Uh, I will be releasing the survey for the stock. Which, if you want to rate the players yourself, give your opinion on the season so far. How you feel about the players? Who's your favorite? Who's your least favorite? All kinds of those questions in the Stockwatch survey. I'll tweet it out at Armstrong Taren on Twitter uh, sometime after this podcast. Uh, I was uh, busy, you know, rehearsing my Paloma speech uh, prior to this update, so I did not have time to pre-create it. So it might take a little bit, uh, but keep an eye out on Twitter. Um, you can also, of course, find me on Twitch, Twitch.tv/TarenArmstrong. I'll be live 
watching all of the episodes live with you. Um, and, uh, and then of course, um, all kinds of other fun stuff over on Twitch and check out uh, my YouTube channel where I'm releasing some Among Us videos. Uh, we've had, we have some fun ones, uh, going on. We just released the first, uh, proximity chat, uh, Among Us video, which was, uh, which was a good one. Um, Chantel, where can people find you? You can find me at Chanfran Friend on Instagram, which has all my socials, or on YouTube. My channel is Reality Realness with three S's. I go live a lot. So come hang out with me. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. <laughs>